0: Hello, I am Joshua P. Warren, and this is Joshua P. Warren Daily. I have been slammed the past few days. I want to tell you what happened when I went and physically visited the terrain of a UFO spot. You may remember that I have a friend here in Las Vegas who is a great UFO researcher named Steve Barone. His last name is spelled B-A-R-O-N-E and he has a very popular channel on YouTube called UFOs Over Vegas. Has thousands of subscribers and uh, if you just go to YouTube and type in his name, Steve Barone, again that's B-A-R-O-N-E, it'll pop up or I imagine you can just type in UFOs Over Vegas. Some of the footage that he has gotten is so amazing that there are people who say they don't even believe it's real but let me explain something to you about steve barone he lives in a house on the edge of the red rock canyon which overlooks this whole valley of las vegas and all the land around it it's amazing the view he has he can see for miles and miles in all directions and steve is he's foremost a photographer and videographer and he he loves to go out on his patio at night and just film the whole area and he has been doing this for years uh, and he's gotten really really good at being able to identify things that are normal like helicopters and airplanes and some of the weird lights that you see in this city like lights that come from some attraction or a casino. I mean, he's, he's gotten really good at, at weeding all that out, which takes a lot of of time and analysis so that he can tell you very uh, efficiently and effectively what kind of light that you're looking at. And to show you just how legitimate his research is, I have been to his house, looked at all his raw footage then we've actually gone out on his balcony at night with with his cameras and my cameras and i have conducted live research with him and actually saw and videotaped ufos but it wasn't just me i was also there with my buddy murray the magician and murray's job was to play devil's advocate to see if he could debunk or explain what may be happening and we did all this as part of a sizzler which is like a pilot for a television series so we had a professional film crew there from new york and las vegas documenting us as we were examining and studying and investigating with steve barone and seeing his method and all of his evidence and so To give you an example of of what we were doing, I mean, of course, I was there with Steve while Murray was going out into the field, like a mile or two away, and sending up drones that had weird lights on them, and Chinese lanterns, and like all this kind of stuff to see if we could fool Steve Barone, and uh, every single time, Steve was able to tell what he was looking at, so he's very, very good at this. And so uh, I have very high regard for him and his work. And some of his footage looks so extraordinary because sometimes he speeds it up because some of these lights, uh, he gets a lot of these sort of like um, coordinated clusters or groups of lights that seem to be flying around each other and um sometimes they move kind of slowly so occasionally he'll speed his footage up so that you are able to get a a clear idea of where these things are are traveling in a a shorter period of time but um steve you know i mean murray admires him and respects him and we we feel like this guy's getting legitimate work done um mobius has talked to steve and they have had great conversations and you know he's just, steve barone's just a fascinating researcher but steve he's retired and so he loves to sit there and use different types of cameras and and various technologies to try to capture images of what's out there but he doesn't really feel motivated at this point in his life to go out and go into the field and you know go hiking trails and all this kind of stuff to get out there and look so i talked to steve i said when it comes to some of this most amazing footage that you've captured and by the way let me interject this while i'm thinking of it uh, you know i released a report last year in conjunction with my discovery of a time anomaly north of las vegas you may remember that report if you haven't seen it then you can go to JoshuaPWarren.com." And if you click the Gallery of the Strange, it will list a variety of topics. One of them is the Vegas Interstate Time Anomaly. And you will see all the reports there. And you'll see that I included some of Steve Barone's footage in my reports because it turns out that this area where I found this time anomaly is also an area where he has captured a lot of extraordinary stuff like uh like these big weird lights zipping around and then of course i found out there'd been all these close encounters at that spot and places you know other people at that at that spot who had had uh time slip experiences as they were traveling and all that kind of stuff so anyway i asked steve i said look given the years of research that you've done Uh, looking all around here 360 degrees for miles and miles and miles if you were going to pick one spot out there to actually go to physically and like camp out you know for a night so that if you get lucky you're going to look up and lo and behold the ufos are going to potentially be right there over your head where would you go and he immediately had a very specific spot for me it's a place that is certainly off the beaten path i'm not going to tell you right now where this place is um, because i'm going to be doing work there and i want to keep it private while i'm doing my work i don't want people coming there and tampering with the site but um he told me about this certain place and he said that is the place where i think you're going to have the highest chances of getting something really weird so i've been planning a trip to go to this spot and bring all my gear and all my goodies and sort of spend the better part of an evening there and you know one of my favorite people in the world dean worsing investigator dean worsing is coming into vegas to visit for a while this month with his wife Anne. and dean and i we love to get out in the field and investigate stuff you may remember i've told you about seeing a lot of odd things when i've been with dean the very first time we ever saw a huge v-shaped ufo uh was out here when uh, dean and i were in laughlin nevada about uh 10 or so years ago i guess 10 11 years ago but um so dean's coming out here and he's bringing a bunch of gear with him and i thought man this would be a perfect opportunity for us to go out there and uh, and see what we can find at this site dean also captured some really great footage of the brown mountain lights that was on a a national geographic program that you can find if you go to uh i think if you go to JoshuaPWarren.com and you click the link to the tv stuff you can watch some of that so anyway um i wanted to, to to know you know where i was going to go and what the lay of the land was going to be like so lauren and i decided to make a trip to this site and again there are a lot of possibilities in this area there's a lot of remote rugged secluded desert that goes on in all directions for hours and hours of drive time so this was one of those places that is again off the beaten path it's not like crazy remote But it's still remote enough That there wasn't much around it So I got to this site And I had a little bag Of of gear with me And When we got there I mean there was I think we may have seen A couple of ladies that were Doing their sort of uh, Early evening Walk or jog or whatever Other than that we didn't see anybody else it's a very desolate place. But as soon as I got out, got out of the car, the, the thing that ob, I obviously noticed was overhead are these huge power lines that come running down from the mountains that pass over this spot and they are buzzing. Bzzz. Now that, that's kind of unusual when you hear a power line buzzing that prominently, it shows you that the electricity is not necessarily flowing through in the most efficient way and that it's creating some kind of a disturbance in the area around it. So I started taking out my meters and testing uh, right off the bat. You know, I had a couple of tri natural EM meters tested the electric field the magnetic field they both were maxed out pegged out okay i videotaped this maxed them out um i was getting i have it i had an electrostatic meter that thing would it would go all the way to the extreme positive charge and then switch to the extreme negative charge and then the extreme positive charge and back and forth i mean really outstanding electrostatic charge fluctuation there to the likes of which i've never seen to, to that degree of of strength so there's a lot of highly ionized air uh, especially considering how dry it usually is out here on the desert a lot of ionization around these and it's just a really powerful electrostatic you know battery that's sitting there kind of firing off in the middle of the desert so i immediately said there's a very good chance that this plays some kind of a role in this being such a hot spot for these ufos now we have a couple of possibilities that immediately come to mind one is that what we are actually seeing in his footage occasionally are some types of plasmas that appear in the air and move in a very unusual manner that um, that look like some kind of extraterrestrial craft or whatever, but in fact it's 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 more akin to a natural type phenomenon that is occurring around such a high amount of artificial power. But you see, the problem is when you watch his footage some of the stuff that he is filming it looks so coordinated so organized it's moving in such an interesting manner that it really doesn't look like something that is just sort of spontaneously happening around this one anchor point which would be these electric wires it looks like it's more than that like there's something on a broader wider scale here that 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 could be happening and I have said for a long time that it may be that you have certain places on Earth that are producing so much excess electromagnetic, i.e., electrostatic energy, that some of these craft we call UFO go there in order to charge their batteries or to feed their system in some way. And it could be a natural place like Brown Mountain. That produces this kind of power or it could be something artificial like what we may be seeing here with these big power lines you have i'm sure you've probably seen at this point they have these wireless cell phone chargers it's a charging pad and you you just put your cell phone on top of it and it starts charging you don't have to plug your cell phone into anything your cell phone just lays on top of this and the electromagnetic field charges the battery. And this is not like some kind of brand spanking new technology. I was given a wristwatch like 15 or so years ago as a gift, and it came with a, a little wireless electromagnetic charger. So whenever the battery would start getting low on the watch, you just lay it on top of that charger and it would charge it back up. So it's if we we little measly humans we have got the the understanding of how a battery can be charged wirelessly then you can imagine if there are some advanced craft that are coming here from another realm another place another dimension whatever when they come here well they may need to visit the gas station so to speak and for them the gas station is going to one of these places whether they're natural or artificial doesn't really matter it's all the same energy it's all the same stuff they go there they charge up their system and then you know that's how they maneuver they're they're efficient enough to be able to absorb the power that they need so which is it well i'm i i do not know but um afterward lauren and i decided to stop at the, lo- the, the closest sort of like local establishment to this site it was a little casino and goodness knows there are plenty of them around here and i said i'm going to go into this casino and you know we'll buy a beer and then i'll strike up a conversation at the bar and see if the bartender or anybody else around here has seen anything weird and so that's exactly what we did we walked in sat down this was probably about i don't know five o'clock p.m and um sure enough there was a lady there bartending very nice happy to talk she'd worked there for quite a while i think it was a couple of years i asked her i said i got a strange question for you you know i have this new tour called creepy vegas told her a little bit, bit about the tour i said i have a friend here who studies ufos and um He's gotten footage of some strange lights in the sky around here. Have you ever seen anything unusual, like a UFO or something in this area? And she said, well, she was quiet for a minute. And she goes, well, you know, it's funny that you ask that. Because she said, just like three days ago, I came into work in the morning. And she said, I looked over and there was this big contrail out behind the casino here that looked like it started on the ground and just went straight up into the sky. And she said, you know, I I see contrails all the time. I know what a normal one looks like. She said, this didn't look normal. This contrail shooting right up into the sky. So that was interesting. And I figured, okay, I have this site where we, you know, we have all this footage where Steve Barone says, This is where I would go if I were you. I already have my preliminary results showing me there's an enormous amount of electromagnetic and electrostatic charge pulsating and crackling all around this area. I now have at least one person who works nearby telling me, yeah, I saw some kind of a weird contrail or something. So this is looking better and better. So I contacted Mobius, especially since Mobius knows Steve Barum, and I told him, you know what i discovered here so far and mobius immediately said well you know what this fits into so many other um puzzles because you know he was telling me that there are other places famous places where people see weird lights call them ghost lights or ufos or whatever you want to say earth lights and researchers go there and they find these big power lines nearby And I think that uh, Mobius had said in particular, for example, the Paulding Lights is one of those places you can look up if you're so inclined. So then Mobius sent me some really interesting video footage. Um, There's an article right here. I'll post this article for you. There is an article from Gizmodo, and the headline is, animals see power lines as terrifying bursts of light and uh it starts out by saying we've known that most critters try to avoid power lines but until recently scientists were pretty much in the dark when it came to why well now it turns out that to animals power lines and pylons look like terrifying bands of glowing flashing bursts of light this revelation came about as the result of a recent study on wild reindeer in norway apparently reindeer's eyes are able to detect ultraviolet light which means they can see when power lines give off flashes of uv light a phenomenon human eyes are completely blind to and what's more for those sensitive to it these ultraviolet bursts are even visible in total darkness and then um, it says the UV glow itself comes from a buildup of ionized gas that commonly occurs at various points in high-voltage power cables. So they go on talking about Coronas. They say there are about 35 different species that are particularly um, sensitive to this. And then it has footage after footage after footage of uh, UV cameras and other you know full-spectrum-type cameras that are able to see these uh, amazing lights flashing around some of these big power cables that are normally invisible to human eyes or uh, human human cameras but are certainly visible to animals and some of these more um specialized specialized type of research cameras there's even a video here showing a company I guess it looks like maybe a a company in England that's flying around and examining their power lines using a UV camera to look for leakages and that sort of thing. So there is something really interesting about this connection between these these power lines and the lights they're creating and the strange aerial phenomena that we see. Again, uh, it's hard to determine exactly what that relationship is but when dean comes into town we're going to go to this spot we're going to have all kinds of night vision cameras i have a full spectrum camera we're going to have a ton of gear uh i'm going to bring the dt meter the differential time rate meter we're going to take all this stuff up there and set up a little camp and we are going to spend at least one evening seeing just how lucky we may get to film some of this stuff. And because uh, there are a lot of places that we could visit here. You know, you could go to Area 51. you could go, We could go back to Laughlin, which I recently did. But I think we have the highest chances of experiencing something amazing if we go to this particular site. And so I contacted Dean and I said... What do you say? How does this sound to you? And he's excited and he's raring to go. So very soon, I will have the results for you from this. And at that time, especially if we get some really amazing results, I will tell you uh, where we were. At least that's my plan, to tell you where that we were. And so I'm doing that. At the same time, you know, I'm getting all my gear ready for this very haunted location where I'm going to be set up An observation project so you have to forgive me if i'm i'm skipping more days than usual here on doing my daily podcast but that's just because that sometimes i have so much going on that uh i just don't have time to squeeze it in and especially when i'm out in the desert in places where i don't even have a cell phone signal or whatever so i'm sure you understand when I call this podcast Joshua P. Warren Daily, that means that's my goal. Um, but I, I usually don't go more than a couple of days if I have to miss a couple of days. So other things are happening, and I, I promise I'll keep you updated on that. You, by the way, you may or may not realize this, but I appreciate you listening to this podcast. That means the world to me. But if you really want to get like the very first details in stone of breaking news that comes from the research that I find, you should go to joshuapwarren.com and sign up for my free e-newsletter because when I have something really amazing that I want to send out and just put it in stone and solidify it for you and show you exactly where to go and make sure you get there, that's where I do it so make sure you go to JoshuaPWarren.com, sign up for my free e-newsletter it takes you about uh, two seconds next thing is i told you that i am going to do some speaking engagements later this year and uh, just today ursula bielski she rolled out the details on the big chicago ghost conference uh, right now my plan is to do a conference about metaphysics and using the force and manifestation in Seattle in September, and then in October a ghost conference and here in um, well, in uh, in Chicago and then here in Vegas in November to do a UFO conference. Well, Ursula, she already rolled out details on the Chicago ghost conference, which is going to be in late October. I uh, I know it's I think it's like the eighteenth and nineteenth let's see and and i i love the dates because it's always hard to to do something right at halloween because people like to go and have halloween parties so yeah it looks to me like it's going to be like the 18th 19th and 20th you know that weekend and uh, it's already halfway sold out can you believe that she just rolled out the details today but the conference is halfway sold out before she even said what we were going to be doing and every time i've been a part of a paranormal event of any kind in the chicago area it sells out people in chicago are really into mysterious stuff so that's very cool well she decided for this particular chicago ghost conference which i think is like the 10th one that they've done she wants to have or she's going to have a paranormal paparazzi theme so you may remember that in 2012 i was one of the cast members of a series on the travel channel called paranormal paparazzi it lasts for what lasted for one season but it made a big impact on people for that season and um so she has decided to assemble some of us who were key components of the tv series on travel channel called paranormal paparazzi so uh of course i will be there speaking and and i'll be involved with everything aaron sagers will be there he was the host of the show scott gruenwald will be there scott was he was the wild man of the show okay he was the one who did like naked ghost hunting i have so many wacky scott groom stories every time i could, every time i think of hanging out with him i just think of myself crying with laughter he was just constantly making me crack up of course even though they weren't a part of that particular series we have dave schrader dave's in everything dave is in everything i've known dave forever you know, Dave was the person who actually introduced me to Zach Bagans and his operation, which led to me working with Zach on many different projects, like Paranormal Challenge, um, of course, Ghost Adventures, um, you, know, you know, Paranormal Paparazzi, a lot of things that we worked on that never made it to air. Dave Schrader and Tim Dennis are going to be there. Dave, of course, uh, he's famous for Darkness Radio midnight in the desert he was the, the key judge on paranormal challenge so we're all going to be there and she says here plus nine additional speakers i don't even know who the other nine are right now workshops on ghosts hauntings mediumship cryptids ufos more than 30 vendors a special welcome dinner And an Archer Avenue Resurrection Mary VIP tour and dinner. Saturday Night Paranormal Pop Culture Tiki Costume Pig Roast Bash. Boy, that's a mouthful, huh? But it all sounds great, doesn't it? (laughs) Paranormal Pop Culture Tiki Costume Pig Roast Bash, hosted by Aaron Sager's um Let's see here. Uh, an EP of Paranormal Paparazzi plus a special VIP late night ghost hunt for first come VIP attendees. All this stuff is that uh, you can buy your ticket and you better hurry because it's over halfway sold out. Chicagohauntings.com is how you buy a ticket for this. Chicagohauntings.com so that's gonna be a hell of a fun time i can't just wait to see all my my buddies again you know so i don't know. every time i've done anything in chicago especially with ursula i mean it's it's just a blast everybody's just having fun 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 and it's just insanity the whole time a couple other things i want to let you know here okay i had a uh, a very popular item on my website for years that i discovered in sedona arizona it's called a vortex wand and the cool thing about the vortex wand is you can spin it it's mechanical it actually has a moving piece if you've never seen this you've got to see it and it's used to cleanse and balance your chakra before you begin working on any type of magic any type of magical practice you cleanse and balance your chakra i did a whole little video explaining this and how we took it into the laboratory and we we took it to the next level and anyway these things sold out and i haven't had them in a long time well i have 10 more in stock right now and i'm not exaggerating i have 10 more in stock and that's it i used to charge hundred and nineteen dollars and ninety-five cents for one of these but I've decided I'm going to do my very best. I'm going to do my best to try to keep as many of my products as possible under $100. So they're affordable for everybody. So I'm going to sell these 10 for $99.95. So if you go to JoshuaPWarren.com, click the link to the Curiosity Shop. You'll scroll down. You can watch the little video where I talk about the Vortex wand. And again, uh, if you click buy it now and uh, it says, sorry, out of stock. Well, I don't know when I'll have them in stock again. I haven't had them in stock quite a while. The Vortex Wand. Um, And here is the last thing that I want to tell you about. You know tomorrow is a big, big day. Because tomorrow is the official debut of my new creepy Vegas paranormal tour here in Las Vegas. Where we talk about ghosts, UFOs, Area 51, time slips, mobsters, the old prospectors and pioneers that are hanging out and haunting everything. Tomorrow is the debut at 6 p.m. here in Las Vegas. It leaves across the street from Zach Bagan's haunted museum. So you could combine both of them into one orgasmic experience. And... The tour costs $19.95. Because this is our first official debut tour, I'm going to be there. I have hired Nick Weird, who is a Vegas local, to be my guide because he is amazing. The guy has charisma like you wouldn't believe. He knows this town inside and out. He was born and raised here, so he's the right guy to lead the tour. But I will be there, and not only will we go on the tour together, but then afterward... I'm going to take everybody to a special bar and we're going to have a really fun little party that I've lined up. So, this is the last time that you're going to get uh, a notice about this. I'm not going to have a chance to promote it again. I'm talking about tomorrow because I'm recording this right now on Friday night, uh, April the 5th, here in Vegas. So, for me, tomorrow is going to be Saturday, April the 6th, 2019 at 6 p.m. here in Vegas, local Pacific time. So all you have to do if you want to get a ticket to this is go to creepyvegas.com. I also am going to have some special guests there that I'm not going to announce because there will be surprises for you, but I think you've seen at least one of them on television. Okay, let's put it that way. So go to creepyvegas.com, C-R-E-E-P-Y, creepyvegas.com. And if you don't do this, you will kick yourself in the ass the rest of your life that you weren't there for this. Um, I told you that there actually were some um, supporters and fans who were in town earlier this week and were disappointed they weren't going to be able to make it. So I arranged for them to go on a special practice tour with Nick, and they loved it. As a matter of fact, they left us our first TripAdvisor review and uh, I'm going to read this for you. It is a five-star review. Five out of five stars. Okay. And it's from Deb Inn and in Virginia Beach, Virginia. She says, This tour takes you to places with a ton of strange history of old Vegas. Nick takes you through places of the weird, and you get to see the Pawn Stars shop. Rick's amazing barbecue place across the street, and Zach Bagan's museum. The tour with Nick is a must for the paranormal history, info, and cool facts. She has a picture of uh, Nick Weird that she's posted there. And so, uh, thank you, Deb, so much for that wonderful, very first um, rating on TripAdvisor. You can't beat that, right? Five out of five stars for your first TripAdvisor rating. So um tomorrow, like I say, maybe it's today for you, depending on your time zone or whatever. But to you know, April 6th, Saturday, April 6th, this weekend, 6 p.m., come hang out with me, $19.95. You can buy your ticket at creepyvegas.com. You have to go online and buy your ticket. So that's gonna be a very big day. If you can't be there, that's too bad. I will miss you. But I will let you know how it goes because i have a fascinating new news story that i want to share with you in my next podcast so i um i don't i don't have time to get into it right now so hopefully i'll be able to leave my next podcast for you maybe on sunday um because tomorrow i know i'm just going to be so tied up getting the you know the, the tour off the ground i doubt i'll be leaving much of a podcast for you you never know maybe I will. Um, but soon I will be leaving a really interesting one about uh, something that I thought was quite fascinating and sounds quite legitimate so anyway, that's going to do it for this podcast you know, this show is called Joshua P. Warren Daily it's always short, always free, independent, uncensored if you go to JoshuaPWarren.com you'll find a link to joshua p warren daily if you click that link you can subscribe through various means or just follow me on twitter at joshua p warren at joshua p warren and i will tweet when a new one is available so hope you are in for as exciting a weekend as i am thank you for listening thank you for your interest and support thank you for staying curious and i will talk to you again soon